Good evening, high school football fans. This is High School Football America for November 5th, 2015. I'm Jeff Fisher, host of the show and founder and editor-in-chief of High School Football America and HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. Well, it's here, the end of the regular season. Uh, from here on out, starting uh, next weekend, it's all playoff time. And uh, boy, you got to love this time of year. Uh, actually have some playoff action tonight in Alabama in the top 25 as number 17, Clay Chalkville. We'll take on Coleman in the first round of the 6A playoffs, and you can keep up with that game by going to highschoolfootballamerica.com and check out our state-by-state state and our top 25 scoreboards powered by ScoreStream. Go to scorestream.com to get the app. You can score along with the rest of America at the game. It's great to crowd score, but you can keep up with the scores by going to highschoolfootballamerica.com all tonight. Three games in the top 25. Uh, DeSoto taking on South Panola. The 10th-ranked Tigers looking to close out the regular season. A perfect 11-0. So they will take on DeSoto Central. And out here in Southern California coming up tonight, a big game in what is the Pac-8 League. Number four in the nation, the Corona Centennial Huskies taking on Norco. Norco only one loss coming in. Both teams ranked highly in the uh, High School Football America SoCal Top 25. The Huskies looking to win another championship. They've won uh, every one except one in the Big 8 since it was formed. The uh, one time they didn't win it, it was Norco that won it. So a big showdown there tonight. Again, keep up with all the scores throughout the evening by going to highschoolfootballamerica.com. Tonight's show, it's going to be all about the national championship chase. And it's going to be a fun one this year. Uh, as right now, uh, let's see, we've got Allen number one, USA Today, and uh, Max Preps. They have Gorman, Bishop Gorman out of Nevada at number one, and then uh, uh, the National High School Football 100 and Prep Nation, both having St. John Bosco from Southern California at number one. And it's going to sort itself out. But tonight on the show, we're going to spend a little bit of time with uh, Jim Halley, our good friend at USA Today High School Sports. Of course, USA Today High School Sports, a partner of ours here at High School Football America, and you can always check out the Super 25 at usatodayhss.com, the best in the game for everything football is the slogan, and Jim's been doing this for a long time, and of course USA Today is the uh, granddaddy when it comes to releasing the national championship numbers, the Super 25 dating all the way back to the uh, early 80s, and uh, right now uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. They have Gorman sitting at the top, but you know, they play weaker competition in Nevada. They've had that good non-league schedule, although I, I would argue that this year's non-league has not been as great as years in the past, but Jim's going to talk about why uh, the Gales are sitting at the top and uh, who beneath them can make some moves. In the last uh, rankings put out on Monday, you'll hear Jim talk about later on in the show uh, how he bumped Euless Trinity from Texas all the way to uh, from 10 to number 3. Allen moved into the number 2 spot, and De La Salle from California, which lost to Euless Trinity in the season opener, uh, bumps all the way from 11 to 4, so the national National Championship chase is on. When you look at our uh, top 25 right now, Allen is on top. They're the three-time defending state champs from the state of Texas. And uh, right now, no reason to say they're not the number one team in the country, having won 52 straight heading into the game against Plano East, which should be a, a good test for them tomorrow night. Gorman, they are done with the regular season, a perfect 10-0. They now go into the playoffs taking uh, in the uh, Division One playoffs, taking on Cimarron uh, Memorial. That will be in the playoffs tomorrow night. St. John Bosco, which I've seen, let's see, I've seen uh, 
the Braves three times in person now. Boy, what a great team they have. I, I don't know if I said this last week, but I'll, I'll go on record. It's, it's probably the best high school football team I've ever seen in person in doing this for 40 years, and I've seen over a 1,000 football games. They beat uh, Orange Lutheran last week to clinch their fourth straight Trinity League title. The Trinity League, one of the best leagues in the country. The Braves are 9-0. and They take on Servite uh, to uh, wrap things up in the regular season. And then the uh, CIF Southern section will announce its playoff matchups on Sunday. The Braves just looking real good at number three. Uh, one interesting thing in the Trinity League, if it all breaks properly, we could have a, a five-way tie for second place. And only three teams go into the uh the audit, get the automatic bids in the Pac-5 playoffs in Southern California. Uh, there are two at-large lar- berths, but you know, out of these six teams that are very good in this league, one's going to be staying at home, which is becoming kind of a regular sort of thing. We mentioned Corona Centennial number four. They're playing tonight. And then uh, Ulysses Trinity from Texas. They've wrapped up the regular season. The playoffs begin in Texas next week. Colquitt County is number six from Georgia. Huge game taking on Camden County, which is in the other 25 uh, right now. They're ranked number 44 in the nation in the latest High School Football America Top 50. Colquitt County, number six. Both teams undefeated coming in. IMG Academy, number seven. Their season is over. They get a forfeit win against AAA Academy from Texas. And uh, now they're done. And uh, you're going to hear us talk about uh, what could have been a, a great matchup in December against Bishop Gorman, but Nevada. The uh, governing body there decided not to allow Gorman to uh, move on after the state championships into a uh, made-for-TV national championship-type game. And you're going to hear Kevin Wright, the head coach of IMG, come on the show later on after Jim Halley and talk about you know the disappointment of that. IMG not part of uh, the Florida High School State Athletic Association. They do not play for a state championship. So uh, about the only thing that could be possible is if uh, they work it out, uh, you know, playing maybe a Colquitt County because Texas and California does not allow its teams to play a postseason national championship game like this. So uh, the likelihood of a Colquitt County matchup is pretty slim. You'll hear Kevin Wright talk about that as we go through the top ten just to show how everything's break out. The Ohio Division One championships are going to be a fun thing to watch. St. Edward, number eight in our poll, uh, the defending Division One champs. That should be fun. They open the playoffs coming up on Saturday. De La Salle, they're at number nine. They're sitting there lurking in the uh, in the distance for either Corona Centennial or Bosco, barring a slip up by either one of those teams. So that that will make the end of the season fun. And we mentioned South Panola closing out its regular season tonight, and then going in to look to defend its uh, Class Six A championship that it won last year. So lots of good stuff on the show. Welcome in our partners, Echo sixteen twelve. Get instant replay. On your sidelines, eight seconds after the play ends, Echo 1612, they are the creators of Instant Replay. No one else started this. They did, and uh, it's a great product. You can show your kids exactly what they did wrong. Did they miss a block? Did they run the wrong route? Are they defending someone the wrong way? Are all those things. It's all there for you. Echo 1612. Learn more at echo1612.com. And don't forget uh, our other great technology, Crossover, with a K, crossover.com forward slash football for a free five-minute demo. They will break down your game film for you, not only yours, but your opponent's. They break it down in great detail, precision. You're not going to have to spend your Saturdays and Sundays away from the family. 
you can use Crossover to get all the information you need. Again, go to crossover.com forward slash football, and you can just go to our website at highschoolfootballamerica.com, click on the banner to get to uh, both companies. And our final sponsor tonight, uh, the TDI Razor folks, we had Joey Teichert, one of the founders on the show last week, talking about crumb rubber, those pesky pellets from field turf, getting in your shoes, get in everybody's shoes, and they hurt, <laughs> they get all over the place. Uh, the TDI Razor keeps them out of there, gives you the great look of spatting too without the high cost of tape. 23 great colors, and you can go to TDI Razor, that's with a U, TDIRazor.com, R-A-Z-U-R.com to order. Use the code HSFA to get a 20% discount on your order every time you go to uh, the Southern Sports TDI Razor website. So got a great show coming up. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk with Jim Halley. The uh, guru of the Super 25 for USA Today High School Sports. That and more, plus Kevin Wright from IMG Academy later in the show. You're listening to High School Football America on the Artist First Radio Network. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes. The future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's instant replay sideline system to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. Turf rubber pellets, be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, 
and for that extra Bigfoot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the debris inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. Listen up, football coaches. You need to check out a new scouting film solution called Crossover. That's Crossover with a K. Crossover Intelligence for Football gives you the edge you need to defeat your opponents. They not only break down and analyze scouting games for you, but they give you interactive tendency reports to diagnose your opponent's strengths and weaknesses. Crossover is your personal advanced scout, accessible from any mobile device or PC, and even integrates with your existing film platform like Huddle. Just transfer your scouting film from your existing video exchange service to the Crossover website, and in as little as 12 hours, your film will be completely indexed and tagged. Each play will become its own clip, allowing you to search the footage for anything you'd like. Their interactive down and distance reports will let you visualize your opponent's play calls in every situation or formation. Crossover Intelligence will give you the scouting edge you need to defeat your opponents. Go to crossover.com forward slash football to sign up for a quick five-minute demo to see how it can work for your team. That's Crossover with a K, crossover.com forward slash football. High school sports fans, check out USA Today High School Sports, America's leading platform for high school football. The Super 25 team rankings and expert American Family Insurance All USA list have been determining the best of the best nationally and locally for more than three decades. Be sure to check out USA Today, HSS.com, the best in the game for everything high school football. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by USA Today High School Sports. Check out the Super 25 at usatodayhss.com. Well, we had the, the man with the broad shoulders on at the beginning of the year talking about uh, the Super 25, the preseason rankings, Jim Halley. He is uh, the man behind it all. I just read a, a story, by the way, Jim, uh, in Las Vegas talking about how you're in control of the national championship, and they, they were, were putting the bullseye on you there for Bishop Gorman. But anyway, welcome to the show, and welcome to our chat at the end of the regular season about how the national championship chase is going. Well, glad to be here. I would uh, dispute the fact that I'm in control. I think the team still has to play. <laughs> I know, but it was just so funny. They said there's a there's a man in control of it, but you're absolutely right about that. So let's uh, let's kind of take a, a little bit of a journey through here and create the story. Obviously, Gorman at the top. De La Salle lost the opening game, but uh, a little bit of a shift this week in the ranking. So let's start with Gorman. They they've obviously done what they've had to do to this point and won't be challenged probably in the Nevada championship. So uh, talk a little bit about. Uh, the Gales and what they have to do to stay at the top. And the tough thing for them, obviously, their schedule is pretty much front loaded. Uh, you know, they played a lot of the tough teams early. And how fortunately for them, some of those teams have gone on to continue to do well. You know, Chandler is a good example. Uh, you know, they lost to Bishop Gorman early, and Ch Chandler just beat Hamilton last week. That's a pretty good chance of, you know, possibly winning the state again. Uh, 
Don Bosco, despite his uh, tough record, has a good chance to possibly win state in New Jersey as well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, those are a couple of wins, type of wins that you know, Gorman has under his belt. I think they might still have a tough game from Liberty if they play Liberty in the playoffs because I think that they're much improved. But I, that's, that is their problem. At this point, they kind of have to wait and see how, how everybody else does and whether, say, a, a Allen or a Trinity or a Dallas South could pass them. Yeah, and, and certainly those three teams you just mentioned there have a much tougher road to a state championship. And, and, and Allen, which we've liked for the last three years, and, and certainly you guys have as well, um, you know, they're, they're still trying to find a quarterback. They're number two in the rankings. Uh, what are you liking about the Eagles? And, 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 and I'm thinking that Trinity and, and the Eagles are on a, on a collision course here. No, yeah, I, I, exactly. One of the two are probably going to eliminate the other, I, I would think, at some point here. Uh, what I like about Allen, they have a tremendous offensive line. I don't think it really matters who's the quarterback back there, but they do have two good quarterbacks in Jonkey and, and uh, Glean. And he's willing to use either one. You know, if one stumbles, he just brings the other one. You know, rarely, as you know, that works. But in this case, it does. I think that speaks a lot to the rest of Allen's talent. And, you know, they're, they're clearly one of those teams that believes it's going to win each week and you know, it's going to be tough to knock them off. Now, if anybody could, Trinity could, because, again, Trinity has a line, in fact, probably has a bigger line, mm-hmm. and they could run on anybody. I mean, they showed that against LSL, and they just wanted to take them out of the game. They just ran. And they have, that, you know, two really good backs. Um, so, I, you know, I think that's going to be interesting. Now, of course, in the playoffs, uh, sometimes, you know, you need to show a little balance team to put nine players in the box and, I try to stop you, but uh, nobody's been able to stop him so far. No, that's for sure. Jim Halley on the line tonight. Uh, USA Today High School Sports uh, taking time out of putting together the basketball rankings as we tape this on Tuesday to talk football. The, man, the man's the hardest working guy in, in high school sports at this point. Uh, uh, Trinity does make the big uh, the, the big leap this week uh, as they were the 10 last week and they move up to three. Uh, what what has you seen the, the Trojans getting a, a big jump like that late in the season? Well, you know, they're actually the beneficiary in some ways of De La Salle and the teams that De La Salle has played. Uh, you know, obviously they have that win over De La Salle. Uh, granted, it was at home and it was early in the season. Uh, but still, you know, it is head-to-head you know, matters. Uh, and since De La Salle has had more impressive wins than some of the other SoCal schools against mm-hmm. uh, Orange Lutheran, for example, uh, you know, they've continued to move up and I've been thinking about this for a while, and of course, this past week with uh, Bosco struggling a little bit with Lutheran, you know, in contrast to how Del Sal handled Lutheran, uh, that's you know, kind of the reason for the swap. And, you know, I, actually, I was talking to people a while back, and this is actually a couple of weeks, and saying, you know, Trinity's not out of the picture. And then I started thinking even more about this, you know, why am I waiting if I already think they're that good? <laughs> You've got so much pressure on you. That's what I love about my my computer rankings. All I got to do is let the numbers talk. I don't have to take crap from anybody on why my brain says one thing. Uh, out here in Southern California, we we are just so excited. Uh, I've had a chance to see uh, St. John Bosco three times. I've seen Centennial twice, uh, and, and and I'll tell you what uh, that that is a collision course game that we can't wait to see out here. What are you liking about them? And of course, if all goes according to plan, the winner of that gets De La Salle. So. Talk a little bit about what you like about Bosco and, and Corona Centennial. Well, you know, 
Bosco, obviously, they've got a really nicely balanced offense. Uh, you know, with McClure and um, I'm trying to think the, the name of the quarterback. Escaping, Quentin Davis. Uh, yeah, Quentin Davis, who you know, obviously took over for uh, Josh this year. And, you know, he stepped in and done a great job. Again, they're another team that has a really good offensive line. And sometimes people overlook that, but, I mean, that's the, the key in some of these great teams. You know, consistently, you'll see that. Uh, and, you know, it's got some big kids that can run, but at the same time, uh, they've been able to play some good defense. Uh, Centennial, on the other hand, you can score on anybody. So that's going to be interesting. Now, Centennial has not played the quality competition mm-hmm. that some of these other teams has, uh, but they have just killed teams. Um, so, you know, again, I like them. Let's see what happens when they play, uh, you know, a Bosco or somebody of that ilk, you know, in the playoffs and you know, how they react to that uh, yep. when they first get hit in the mouth. But, you know, I mean, right now, uh, they don't seem like they're afraid of anybody. Well, uh, neither Centennial, Corona, uh, you know, nor uh, nor St. John Bosco have really had a play into the fourth quarter. Uh, Bosco just did it against Orange Lutheran. They've, they've, it'll be interesting to see about conditioning. But that also, on the other side, means nobody's been hurt. Uh, Jim Halley on the line, uh, USA Today High School Sports, does the Super 25, not only in football, but uh, basketball. And he's got his hands full. He's got to look at all of these teams. And, um, you know, I, I feel bad for, for two states at this point. And, and, you know, Ohio has had... A lot of great teams, but they've spent the entire season beating up on each other, especially in the, the greater Catholic League South. And then you've got the, the, the Big North United where they're beating up on each other. Can you can you kind of summarize what's going on in, in those two states? I mean, uh, people, you look at records and people are like, oh, they're down. No, they're not. They're just playing the toughest schedules in the country. I, I think you summarize it pretty well. I mean, they basically are beating up on each other. Uh, you know, And uh, you look at how some of those New Jersey, the Big North United teams have played against IMG, they have given IMG the best teams they could possibly play at, in many cases, at IMG's place. Uh, you know, they play good defense, they play physical ball. I, uh, I think uh, Don Bosco, if I'm not correct, might be three and four, probably the best three and four team in the country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> and, and, and the same kind of thing is going to be uh, that case in Ohio where, you know, St. Edward and, or you know, whoever else uh, possibly wins. That state, you know, is probably going to have maybe one, maybe two losses, you know, that went to state. And uh, but again, I think at the end of the season, uh, whoever wins Ohio, whoever wins, you know, the uh, New Jersey uh, non-public title, would probably be fairly high up in the rankings, even if they're not up there right now. Yeah, I remember. A, a wait and see kind of game. <laughs> see, see who emerges from from that storm, essentially, to see who. Who's going to be the number one team? Who escapes out of there? Jim Halley on the line. And uh, earlier this year, I talked to uh, Kevin Wright at IMG uh, when we were doing our two-minute drill, and he had he had talked about you know the uh, the, the chance or, or maybe the possibility that we're headed toward a super conference with these teams that are you know having trouble scheduling. So that's why you have you know a Bosco playing so many big teams, and I can go down the list. They're all doing at St. Ed's and all that. I mean, do you have any thoughts on on that on on what Kevin said? Do you think there is a a possibility for a super conference down the road in the next five years or so? Well, I, I definitely, I mean, it's already kind of leading towards that. Now, of course, the tough part with high school football is the expense because, you know, some of these teams are obviously in New Jersey. You know, we have IMG in Florida. We have St. Ed's kind of in that same, you know, they're kind of in a unique situation. Bishop Gorman's in the same type of thing. But as you can see, they're all very spread out, and that does get expensive, um, you know, and especially if not all the games are on TV. You know, if they can get 
more of those games on TV than some of those get, you know, the travel gets paid for, but uh, it's, it would be difficult to do. And it's funny, they've talked about that in basketball. Uh, you know, Rob Fulford used to be a coach at Huntington Prep, and, and uh, it's now an assistant in Missouri, you know, has said the same thing, that he'd like to do that in basketball. And it's probably a little easier to do in basketball than football just because we accept. Yeah, no, I agree with you, Jim Halley, on the line tonight. A couple more questions before we let you go, uh, and uh, let's let's go to the uh, the the question about. Um, and by the way, I, I just thought of a funny line somebody told me the other week that uh, right now Gorman's a, an associate member of the Trinity League out here. But anyway, that's just I think it's a they play. And I'm Keith, associate member of the Big North United. <laughs> exactly, it's pretty funny, pretty funny. But um, and, and let's just wrap up with you know certainly we've talked about the guys that are at the top the ones that have the shot or you know you, you mentioned a Colquitt there sitting there at number five for you right now uh you got a clay chalkville from alabama nine uh ocean lakes that's an interesting team to me but uh who, who's out of that group that we haven't mentioned that that you know if if maybe everything breaks right they can get a real high ranking uh i mean uh, let's see out of that out of the top 10 well you know uh katie is possible i mean the problem for katie is they they Often have fizzled in the playoffs, done great in the regular season. But mm-hmm. if they were to dominate in the playoffs, uh, they have a possibility. Uh, you know, it's certainly in Keno wins Texas. You know, you get through that mix. Um, the Jags has got a tough road to hoe just because they're so far down there and, you know, uh, they won't have to. I mean, they'll, they'll probably get to play DeMatha again for the WCAC title. Uh, and that would be a tough jump for them to go that high. But again, you know, that, they, you know, they'll move up. If they if they were to win WCAC, uh, Mail is another good example too. Now, and again, they have run into the same problem. They strength the schedule and then down there at 13, but you know, they've already had their second um, unbeaten uh, regular season in a row, and uh, you know they just have been killing teams. Uh, and they won last week 56 nothing. Um, so you know, again, if they were to continue to dominate, I think the least they could break into the you know potentially break into the top six. Although it would be a, a quite the week to be uh, number one at this point for them. That's for sure. And, 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 and the last one, it's just, you know, for all the people that uh, go, oh, what's he doing? How's he? Explain how much time you put into this. This is not just something you, you kind of uh, open the computer up on Sunday and say, oh, I think I'll do this. Tell, tell the listeners out there how much actually goes into this and how much time you put into it and, and all the research you do, because I, I think that's a very important point for everybody that does national rankings. Well, yeah, I, I'll say Friday night, a lot of time is spent you know, just watching teams. Uh, and it's amazing how much you could see now on video of these games that used to be, you know, if you could maybe go to one game and see that in person and then, you know, hope, hope to see another, you know, game perhaps if there's one on Saturday. But now it's getting to the point where I could see five or six, you know, games, in, you know, on either on video or on TV or at least parts of these games. Um, although some of the quality video is still um, not always good, <laughs> uh, as, as you know. So I, I, I do that on Fridays, um, and then you know Saturday morning is the kind of the big thing, uh, you know, uh, just going over, putting results in, trying to figure out. And at that point, I don't want to really make any decisions. I just start thinking about it. And, again, same kind of thing on uh, uh, Sunday afternoon, you know, once uh, all the Saturday results are in, I you know, kind of input them, and then I just start. You know, the first thing is just to get the results, and then start thinking about, well, you know, is this is this win that impressive, or you know, did they 
sit their starters in the second half? Is that why the score was this close? And that's the tough thing with just going by scores. The computer just that doesn't always answer. Right. Um, you know, I mean, you don't know. You know, some some coaches are more apt to run up the score. Um, I'll give you, you know, I'm not saying IMG normally does because most of the time they sat their starters in the second half. But last week it was kind of a brutal game uh, that they were playing um, with um, uh, Eastern Christian. There was a lot of uh, extracurricular activity. And for once, they kept their starters in. Almost, I think they were just ticked off you know, with some of the stuff that was going on. Um, so, you know, I mean, that factored in. I, I knew, okay, it's um, not that it was a relatively, um, you know, blowout, but at the same time, their starters played almost the entire game. Mm-hmm. So I, I and that's less impressive than say a you know a team that's you know sitting their starters um, second half, which you know a lot of teams do, obviously. Yeah. All right. And then come Monday, you you get it out, you sit back, and everybody just smiles and says, "Jim's Jim got it right." <laughs> that's the way it works, right? <laughs> oh yeah. No, that comes Monday. Well, actually, I'm omitting the Sunday night calls from coaches lobbying for their teams uh, in some cases, or the. Or the Monday uh, Monday night complaints uh, uh, from these guys, and it's funny because they all take pot shots at the other. <laughs> oh, they don't play anybody, or you know, you know, what have you. Now, I won't say any names, but it's kind of funny to hear that because you know, they know, of course, the other coaches are saying the same thing about them, which is oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah none of. It, None of them care about it until until they care about it is the best way I always put it, and you're, you're so right. I, I hear the same thing, and I say, well, mine, mine's a computer ranking, but you're right about that. I'll even take a shot at myself. One of the best examples was Bosco this year. They were up 42 nothing on modern day. The final ended up 42-21, and that was, you know, those 21 points came at the end when nothing really mattered. So, yeah, it's, it's not an exact science is the best way to put it, Jim, but we do appreciate your friendship and all that you do for high school sports, and we appreciate you coming on and giving us a little look inside, and we'll have you back on at the end of the season so you can explain why everything happened but like you said the teams have to win it's not just you <laughs> thanks for joining us okay take care jim halley from usa today taking a break coming back with more you're listening to high school football america Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes. The future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, You'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously. 
you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. turf rubber pellets be gone. The debris inhibitor razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The debris inhibitor razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable. And it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The debris inhibitor razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. Listen up, football coaches. You need to check out a new scouting film solution called Crossover. That's Crossover with a K. Crossover Intelligence for Football gives you the edge you need to defeat your opponents. They not only break down and analyze scouting games for you, but they give you interactive tendency reports to diagnose your opponent's strengths and weaknesses. Crossover is your personal advanced scout, accessible from any mobile device or PC, and even integrates with your existing film platform like Huddle. Just transfer your scouting film from your existing video exchange service to the Crossover website, and in as little as 12 hours, your film will be completely indexed and tagged. Each play will become its own clip, allowing you to search the footage for anything you'd like. Their interactive down and distance reports will let you visualize your opponent's play calls in every situation or formation. Crossover Intelligence will give you the scouting edge you need to defeat your opponents. Go to crossover.com forward slash football to sign up for a quick five-minute demo to see how it can work for your team. That's crossover with a K, crossover.com forward slash football. High school sports fans, check out USA Today High School Sports, America's leading platform for high school football. The Super 25 team rankings and expert American Family Insurance All USA list have been determining the best of the best nationally and locally for more than three decades. Be sure to check out USA Today, HSS.com, the best in the game for everything high school football. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by USA Today. Check out the Super 25 at USA Today HSS. 
Sportsgrid.com. Well, as promised on the heels of uh, Jim Halley talking about the national championship chase, we bring in a guy that uh, right now has to uh, sit back and, and see what happens with the rest of the teams. He's the head coach of IMG Academy, finished a perfect 9-0 and this year out of the eight games on the field because this week's game was a forfeit. Six teams they beat that were at some point in somebody's national top 25, so a great year for the Ascenders. First year for Kevin Wright was on the show earlier this year, and he joins us now to kind of wrap things up and, and maybe talk about what could be down the road, although the uh, as Jim and I just mentioned, Bishop Gorman uh, may not be in the in the, the mix right now. But welcome to the show, Coach. Yeah. Thanks, I appreciate it. You know, it's uh, yeah, it's been a good year. Um, you know, we had a, we had a lot of fun, and you know, we we were hoping maybe to extend it. You know, one more game, but uh, you know, I don't know that that's as likely a possibility. But you know, with the with the schedule we played, um, and given this is our third year, you know, of having a program, you know, we we feel pretty good with with where we're at and you know we're looking forward to the, to the future yeah and and we talked about this the last time you were on the show you know trying to find games and all that becomes difficult so when you you had this situation with paragon in front of you and the possibility of, of going against gorman you, you had to be kind of licking your chops a little bit because uh you know not being able to play for that state championship it, it could have made a big difference in the national rankings tell us kind of how you view that and and, and how the news obviously you just yeah. said you're disappointed but how it all kind of came together for you yeah, I mean, you know, there was, uh, you know, really the, the talk started a couple of weeks ago uh, with, with Paragon in regards to, you know, trying to uh, to find the, the top two highest ranked teams that would be available at the end of the season, um, you know, to play for, you know, really a de facto national championship game. You know, you know, granted that, you know, certain states, California, Texas, would not would not be in that, so it's it's really more of a de facto game, but. Um, you know, it, it was, you know, it's exciting. I mean, the talk was uh, really between, you know, Bishop Gorman, um, uh, you know, either Colquitt County or Grayson County in Georgia, or I think two of the, the two highest ranked teams in Georgia right now. And then, and then us, uh, which, you know, between the four of us would be, you know, four of the top seven ranked teams in the USA Today poll. So, you know, the, the thought process was, you know, let's wait and see what the Nevada Association does in regards to even allowing you know, Bishop Gorman to play. And uh, I think they tabled the the the, uh, the motion or didn't even bring it up, which, yeah. you know, means that, that they're out of it. So, you know, it's uh, I think it's something that, you know, has merit down the line. I mean, uh, in regards to on the national picture, I, I think that, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's a little bit like where, you know, college football was, you know, 20 years ago <laughs> uh, in regards to, you know, people, you know, looking for, um, you know, something on the field that, you know, would uh, would resemble uh, a national championship type setting, and you know that, that in basketball, you they've know, done it. Yep. Uh, you know, they've done it, and I think that so there's precedent there, and um, I think it's probably just a matter of time um, in football before something like that, you know, goes through. Yeah, and you you kind of started a big trend here uh, after you were on the show the last time and, and mentioned a super conference. I've talked to a lot of coaches that whether it's the Big North United or a St. Ed's or you know our guys out here in the Trinity League saying, yeah, yeah, we we need to do something. We need to be able to get games and 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 have some, you know, a true champion or something that works for for the teams that are doing some great things. And last question, and then I'll we'll go to a review of the season uh, with Bishop Gorman out. Uh, before I rolled the tape here, you were saying you know Colquitt makes the most sense where they're ranked right now, but what do you think yeah. the odds are that this could come together at this point, or are we dead in the water? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, I don't think it's real likely, you know, right now, um, you know, just, the, you know, with the fact that, you know, you have to find a sponsorship, and, um, you know, you, you, you know, I think in order to do that, they, you know, they, they want a marquee game, and not that, 
you know, Colquitt and IMG wouldn't be a marquee game, but it's still not, you know, when somebody's number one, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. they want to, they want to see that team go out and prove it, you know? And, uh, um, so I think it's, it's probably, uh, it's not dead yet, but I think it's, it's probably unlikely, uh, at this time that it'll happen this year. But I think that, uh, you know, going forward, it's, it's definitely something that, that Paragon and, you know, partner with ESPN is, is, uh, you know, one to do. Yeah. Kevin Wright on the line tonight, IMG Academy's head coach, first year, a perfect 9-0 and season. And like I said at the top, Kevin, uh, six teams uh, at one point in somebody's top 25. So you, you didn't duck anybody. So there, there's a point yeah. to be made there for that. Um, give us your breakdown on it. I know, you know, when we talked a couple of months ago, you were, you were, you know, wondering, well, how are we going to do against this schedule? Uh, give us now the, the yeah. 2020 hindsight on it. Yeah, I mean, um, it was quite a ride, you know. I mean, it, it was uh, from, you know, traveling to, you know, out to, to Dallas to play DeSoto to, you know, going up to Jersey to, you know, the games we played here in in, uh, in Bradenton. I mean, it was, you know, quality opponent after quality opponent, you know, and, and great player after, you know, great player. I mean, you know, a couple of weeks ago, you know, we saw Rashawn Gary, you know, out of Paramus and, you know, wow. I mean, you know, probably not a better, you know, high school football player that that we faced all year long. And I can see why he's ranked so high. But, you know, all along the along the uh, the road this year, you know, we had an opportunity to play really good football teams. You know, really good football players, great coaches, and you know, it was just a really good experience for us and, and really for our kids and our program. So, you know, we're excited, and you know, um, you know, already, you know, we started scheduling for next year, which you know, it seemed a whole lot easier than what it was, you know, last spring and. You know, we've got, you know, six or seven games that, uh, you know, we feel like are already lined up, which is a, a good start for us. And, you know, as you mentioned a little bit ago, I mean, we're not any different than, you know, a lot of the teams, you know, whether it be in the Trinity League or the teams in Jersey or, or you know, St. Ed's uh, or even the teams in, like, Cincinnati where, you know, you're you're looking for games, especially in the latter part of the season where, you know, a lot of teams are in district play. So but we feel really good. I mean, our, we've got, uh, you know, big-time opponent that, it's going to be announced pretty soon. Um, I think we're going to make a trip to California next year, and um, you know I think it'll be announced maybe this week. So, uh, looking forward to next year. We really are. Yeah, we're we're excited. We're going to be a part of that announcement and help put that together. I hope it works out. I I, I really think you know, and, and I don't want to beat this drum. We've done it before, but at this point in time, you know, there's got to be something where these big teams. I mean, we've got teams out here that no one will play, and you have the same thing. So I yeah. I think at some point common sense has to come together. As long as it's looked at regionally at the beginning and it grows from there. So you know, we talked about you know all the big name kids, um, and I think last time you did something neat, which I, I the listeners like, which was we went beyond the Shea Pattersons and all the other kids that are obviously stars in that uh you, you gave us at the beginning who was playing well can, can you break down the team give us some kids that are off the radar that are now getting looked at by some colleges or or just some kids that play darn good football and, and need to get looked at by some guys <laughs> yeah you know uh that's you know in, in the course of the football season i mean i think that you know things happen and you have some injuries and all of a sudden you find guys that are you know, playing, uh, you know, playing a lot of minutes in, in, in key situations that maybe, you know, before the season, it, it didn't look like that was going to be possible. But, you know, you know, great question. And, you know, you know we, we've got guys on the defensive side of the ball, you know, uh, Ryan Bowman, um, who's originally from uh, Bellevue, Washington, you know, at a defensive end, I thought really had a good football season. I mean, we had some, some guys go down up front and, and he ended up being a, a very good football player. And, you know, a guy I think that's he's out there. You know, he's on the radar, and uh, he's a Dwight Freeney type guy. So, you know, I'm I'm excited for you know the possibilities that, that Ryan has, and 
you know, in, in right along with, with Ryan, I mean, up front, um, you know, a kid named Jack Camper, who is just going to be a junior, um, who came in and, and was a tight end when he got into camp and we had those injuries, moved him over to defensive end. And, you know, I thought, you know, he had an exceptional year um, as a defensive end for us. And you know, now the decision is, do you move him back to tight end or do you keep him at defensive end? But uh, big kid, 6'4", you know, about 235, runs well. Um, I think he's just a big athlete and, uh, you know, had a really good year. And, you know, on the Stanley defensive side, uh, you know, Christian Pacino, who, again, another kid who's an underclassman, you know, coming back, uh, he'll, he'll be at the first four-year starter at IMG Academy next year. Uh, had a tremendous season, um, you know, along with uh, Joel DeBlanco is a guy, again, another West Coast kid, you know, from Aberdeen, Washington, small school, um, you know, came out, you know, had, had a tremendous year um, as well as maybe a little bit under the radar. Um, and, and then in the back end, you know, I think uh, you know, we had a kid named uh, Elvis Hines from, you know, from New Jersey. Um, you know, we have Savion Smith on one side, and so, you know, normally they're going to throw away from Savion and, and I thought Elvis had a tremendous year. You know, he's a junior kid. And I think he'll be a really highly recruited kid going forward. Um, and then Bryce Beard, who is a senior, played here last year. You know, brother walked on at, uh, at Cincinnati. I think Bryce is, you know, really – he had an outstanding year, not just as a, as a safety, but also, you know, returning kicks for us. So, you know, a lot of guys really stood up. You know, I think had to step up on the defensive side after we had some injuries early and, and did a nice job. So, um, you know, I can flip the other side and, you know, our offensive tackle, Michael McAlvin, who, you know, we ended up with, uh, the good news for us, we ended up with, with four underclassmen as starters. Um, you know, uh, you know, or, uh, Michael would be the exception. He's a senior. Uh, you know, I thought had a really good year, played strong, uh, especially in the latter part of the year, had a good game against Paramus, you know, mentioning their, you know, their guys up front. Um, and then a, a kid who I, I really, Came from nowhere, from a, from a small school in, in uh, Lincoln, Nebraska. Brock Bando as an offensive guard had a tremendous year for us uh, as well. So you know he's an underclassman; he'll be back. Um, you know other operator guys. You know Kerry Khan, our, our inside slot. You know not a big guy, but you know really one of the the guys that made a lot of plays for us down the stretch. You know I thought had a tremendous year, and and um, you know he's a guy with you know with good grades, and you know probably a you know, in the Ivy League, Patriot League type grades, you know, uh, you know, and I think that, you know, his recruiting just now is going to start to eat up when the season's over. So, you know, you, you hear all the, you know, the, the big name guys, but, you know, we, we really have our, our share of uh, blue collar guys that, uh, you know, maybe a little bit on the radar, but I think as people come to back, start to come back in and, and recruit as they do, you know, in, in November, December, January, that, you know, those guys are, you know, they're going to find some homes in some, some pretty good places. Yeah, that's the good thing about having those those blue chippers there. It helps the other kids out down below. Kevin Wright on the line from IMG tonight. A couple more before we let you go here, Coach. Uh, and let's talk about Shea Patterson. Uh, obviously came to you a little late, but uh, where did you see his growth, and, and what do you think the upside is to him at the next level as he moves on to college? Yeah, I mean, you know, Shea was the guy that, uh, you know, I think his growth was, you know, coming in, um, you know, and really – uh, happened to he had to lead a team that you know he hadn't been around much you know mm-hmm. I mean he you know got on campus uh, you know it was Russell Wilson isk you know I, I guess I would say like you know when he came to Wisconsin I mean he gets here you know really uh, you know on a Monday in August uh, maybe he got here a couple of days earlier I guess but you know gets here right at the beginning uh, before camp started and then you know three weeks later he's got to you know he's got to lead the troops you know and continue to lead the troops so. 
you know, I think that's something where, you know, going, he's a mid-year guy going to Ole Miss. Um, you know, I think that that's something that will, will help him because he's going to have to walk in there just like he did here, you know, earn his, earn his teammates' respect, you know, uh, in a lot of ways and, and, and uh, get them to follow him, get them to buy into him, which, you know, he was able to do with our guys, you know, almost instantaneously. And, um, you know, he, you know, he was a guy that, you know, you could always depend on on making a, a big play, you know, and, and you need to have that type, type of potential, you know, uh, especially from an offensive standpoint, you know, from your quarterback. So, you know, you, you saw him grow, but I think the thing, and I might even mention this earlier, was just the, the fact that he was able to come in, you know, guys accept him from the get-go, mm-hmm. uh, not because he was, you know, not because he was a terrific player, but because I think that, you know, they respected his work ethic, they respected how he handled himself. Um, you know, he's not, you know, I think he's a humble guy, you know, and uh, he's a guy that's easy to like. And um, that's not always easy, you know, when you're in the limelight, especially mm-hmm. at the quarterback position and, you know, and, and all the things, all the accolades that he had coming in. But, uh, you know, I, you know, that being said, I mean, you know, he, he had a pretty good, you know, group of receivers uh, and, and running backs and, you know, and, and a growing offensive line, I thought, that got better, you know, throughout the course of the season. So, that you know, as you, as you see on Sundays and Saturdays, that that doesn't hurt your uh, hurt you as a quarterback <laughs> when you got they got a pretty good supporting cast. That's so. for sure. Kevin Wright on the line, IMG Academy in Florida. Um, last year you came in, a, you didn't have a full off season as you left Carmel out of Indiana. Uh, you have a full one this year. I, I, I'm assuming the phone rings a lot at IMG. Uh, what what's the off season going to be like for you? Because it, it's not like your normal situation you used to have with the Greyhounds, where you knew what juniors were becoming seniors, sophomores making and make a role you, you got a whole different situation what's the off season going to be like for you, you have any idea yeah i mean uh you know really not knowing you know we said hey this is what we're going to do you know we're going to start our off season program with the you know the 30 to 40 kids that we got you know that are coming back on the uh, on the football team right now and uh you know keep the seniors right there together but you know we're going to start the off season so you know, we were, you know, we're in the weight room, uh, you know, Monday, Tuesday, you know, Wednesday. I'm supposed to be in there right now. Um, but uh, <laughs> Sorry this, about that. This call and, no, I, you know, I'll hit that. they'll still be there when I get there, you know. And, uh, you know, David Blue, our strength coach, uh, you know, he, he's as excited as I am because, you know, you get a, a full off season, you know, to train. You get a full off season to get to know your guys. You get a full off season to bond with your coaching staff to get to – you know, get the feel around campus. I mean, you know, this is a phenomenal place. It's, you know, if you've never been here, it's 500 acres. It's, it's a it's a college-like setup. You know, we're just well, getting ready to open a new uh, student union. You know, the, the new school academic center opened up, you know, in, in August. We've got a new performance center that's opening up in, um, you know, in June. And so, you know, just getting to, you know, the opportunity to go around and, and, uh, and lay the foundation for, for the future, which – yeah, when you come in in April, you know, we got here, you know, Steve Walsh and I got here, you know, really just a couple weeks before spring ball. It's kind of been nonstop since then. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we got, yeah, I mean, the phone rings all the time, you know, on multiple levels, whether it's, you know, college coaches, uh, you know, who are getting ready to come in and recruit, you know, or it's kids that, you know, are inquiring about coming. Um, you know, it's been, you know, I just got out of a meeting this morning and, you know, the I think it's, it's an all-time high here in regards to, you know, where we're at in the, in the process and the, the excitement around the program. And, you know, so, you know, that, that's one of the things where, you know, you can build from that. Yeah. And, um, you know, and, and so I think going forward, you know, there's, you know, there's a, like I, I mentioned earlier with the schedule, I mean, we've got, 
you know, some great games out of the gate next year. And, and yeah, we're not going to duck anybody. I mean, we, you know, we, we, we look forward to the day where, you know, we can, we can play Bishop Gorman, you know, and, and uh, we can play, you know, go out and play, you know, Bosco out in California, or, you know, we, you know, we went to the, to Jersey and played some very good football teams there, or go to Ohio and play, you know, the, the St. Ed's or St. X's of the world. So, you know, that, that's, uh, you know, that's something that's, you know, I, I think that, you know, maybe we're a little cutting edge from that standpoint that, you know, we we're independent and we do travel around and play, you know, a, a national schedule. But um, as you mentioned earlier, it, it's coming, you yeah. know, it, it's coming for a lot of people. And, um, you know, I, I may get the guys up at Jersey a call and say, hey, can I ask them if we can be that, uh, you know, that, that, that Miami of the old Big East. You know, you guys, <laughs> hey, four games a year, you can come down here and, you know, and we'll go up there and, you know, and, and uh, you know. And, That's a good uh, idea. You know, I like I think, that. <laughs> hey, you know, it, you know, for all the listeners out there, I mean, it, it would be good. I mean, I think that, uh, you know, that would be a good situation for everybody um, because we had just – just a you know a great experience with uh, you know with St. Joe's and, and Bergen Catholic and Paramus. I mean, just really well coached football teams. You know, players, tremendous football players. Um, you know, the atmosphere uh, when we went to Bergen was you know it was awesome. And um, so, you know, a lot of things for us to you know be excited about you know going forward. But uh, yeah, the off season's underway, and um, you know we're we're working in a weight room. And, and the other thing is we're we're focusing you know academically. You know, with our kids, um, you know, because with the new NCAA rules, you know, and, and our juniors, you know, they, you know, their their initial eligibility now is going to be determined here, you know, after their, you know, sixth semester. So, you know, there's a lot of focus on all the different aspects of a, of a student athlete here at, uh, here at IMG Academy. High school football coach is a year-round job now. And I just thought of one quick funny one before you leave. Okay, uh, we, we talked before taking that Indiana boy out of Indiana. Uh, you, you got your <laughs> Greyhounds. They're, they're in the state uh, where we're in the quarters now. Yeah. Are you giving a little look north there at all? Do you know, you know what's going on with John Hebert and company? Oh, yeah. I mean, John, you know, John's done a tremendous job, you know. And, um, you know, I, I definitely know. I mean, it's, uh, you know, that's, that, that's home, although – it's not too bad here on Sunday afternoons when you can go to the beach in November. I will tell you that, um, you know, as a coach, you know, it's not a bad, it's five minutes, but you know, I, I do, uh, you know, I, I've talked to John, you know, uh, back and forth a lot of times through text, you know, throughout mm-hmm. the season. And, you know, I, I, I think that uh, no pressure on them, but, you know, I think they're going to be big. Uh, I think, you know, they're, they're going to be win big this week, or at least they, they you know, probably going to be predicted to win big this week. They'll be the favorite, you know, probably the next week. And then it's, you know, they get back to Lucas Oil. And, um, you know, what we couldn't get done last year, John, I, I'm sure you'll you'll get it done this year. So no pressure on the Greyhounds. But, I, you know, my money's on the guys, uh, you know, the guys from Carmel um, pulling it through. Yeah, well, since John's been on the show, he's been a big fan. He listens all the time, so I'm sure he heard that shout out there to him of what he's got to take care of. Well, Coach, thank you very much for coming on the show on short notice and talking about things. We wish you best of luck, and I think we'll be talking, like you said, down the road here to make an announcement about one of your games in California. We're excited by that, so we'll talk soon. Thanks a lot for joining us. Thank you, Jeff. You have a good day. All right, that's going to do it. We want to thank Kevin Wright, head coach at IMG Academy, and Jim Halley from USA Today, the man behind the Super 25, for joining us tonight. We want to thank our partners, starting with ScoreStream. Check out all the scores. Games are going on right now, including three in the top 25. So check it out at uh, highschoolfootballamerica.com. Score along with ScoreStream. Get the app at scorestream.com. You can get it in... Uh, 
iTunes, you can get it on Google. It's all there for you, Google Play. Get it, ScoreStream, scorestream.com. Brought to you tonight by the TDI Razor. Keep those pesky rubber pellets from field turf out of your shoes with the TDI Razor. You can get a discount on your order by using the code HSFA at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor with a U, R-A-Z-U-R, TDIRazor.com. Also brought to you tonight by the good folks at USA Today High School Sports, our partners. Check out the Super 25 each and every Monday at USA Today, HSS.com. And it's not just football, it's year-round high school sports at High School USA Today High School Sports. Also brought to you tonight by Echo 1612. Get instant replay on your sidelines eight seconds after the play is done from the leaders, the creators, the guys that got it right the first time. Echo1612.com. And check out Crossover, crossover.com forward slash football crossover with a K they will break down your game film for you yes make your life easy get you back with the family let you do things like coach they break down that game film they tag it for you it's great it's compatible with huddle you don't need huddle and we uh, when we were down in Florida earlier this year with the guys at crossover we heard that a lot of them were switching they were going away from huddle why do you need two because Crossover gets the job done in one fell swoop. All right, that's going to do it for now. Thanking Scott Z back in Ohio for keeping the show running ever so smoothly. Good show for you next week as well. We'll talk to you next Thursday. Don't forget to check out all the scores throughout the weekend at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com, powered by ScoreStream. For now, this is Jeff Fisher saying good night and good sports from Southern California. You've been listening to High School Football America on the Artist First Radio Network. <laughs>